Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. And welcome to your Wednesday, October 14th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. Coming up in this episode, Eric Gustafson, the Flyers defenseman, will join us, talk about why he signed with the Flyers, signed a one-year contract worth $3 million, uh, why that was the right choice for him, and where his game is at this time as he continues his NHL career. So far in his NHL career, he has played four seasons, three with the Chicago Blackhawks, and then was traded uh, at the deadline this year to the Calgary Flames on February 24th, just before the NHL hit the pause. He was also in the Edmonton bubble with the Calgary Flames for the uh, 2020 playoffs, Uh, but most of his career, obviously, with the Chicago Blackhawks. And back in 2018-19, He had a tremendous offensive season. In that season, 79 games, 17 goals, 43 assists, and 60 points in uh, averaging over 22 minutes and 35 seconds of ice time and played alongside uh, their Hall of Fame defenseman, Duncan Keith, in Chicago. So we'll hear talk about that and much more. Uh, The newest signing to the Philadelphia Flyers. What does this signing mean? Well, Obviously, the hole that Matt Niskanen retirement provided for the Flyers. Uh, I don't look at Gustafson as a uh, player to fill that hole. Uh, I don't know that he's going to play with Ivan Provorov on that top pair. Uh, But it's obviously more depth defense for the Flyers. And with another defensive body, does that mean that possibly there's a trade that will take place? And obviously, the name that uh, is out there when, especially skill set wise, pretty similar is Shane Gostisbehar. Does this mean that he's gone? No, it doesn't mean that he's uh, going to be traded, but it is a bit redundant. So we'll see how Chuck Fletcher handles that. And when you look at this free agency period, it's been really interesting because so many short-term deals are being signed. Now, why is that? Well, number one, an expansion draft coming. So any player you sign to a long-term deal, you then would likely have to protect and can obviously affect the other players that you can protect. That's why a one-year deal here for Eric Gustafson and Derek Pouliot, for that matter, is a good thing for Chuck Fletcher because he doesn't have to protect the player. And he can still, in this case, protect three defensemen instead of four. And the three defensemen that they will protect in the expansion draft, presumably, would be Ivan Provorov, Travis Sanheim, and Phil Myers. Uh, You don't want to leave any of those players exposed. So, that's part of the, the deal with a one-year contract. Also, uh, when you look at maybe the, the Nate Schmidt trade from Las Vegas to the Vancouver Canucks, I think it's really telling to me. And the reason why it's telling, obviously Vegas uh, was doing everything they could to sign Alex Petrangelo to that big contract, and he eventually did sign. Uh, but they have to get cap compliant, and with five years left on Nate Schmidt's deal, you look at that and go, well, they only got a third-round pick for Nate Schmidt. He's a much better player than that, which is true. But the return isn't – the third-round pick is is not the value in the return for Nate Schmidt for the Vegas Golden Knights. The value is in the cap space it provided. So th- that's one of those things that you're looking at right now. With a flat cap, so many teams are up against it. So in a normal situation, in a rising cap where you could trade a player – with that kind of term or money attached to them and get something in return from a hockey standpoint, now the return is cap space in a flat cap because this cap is not going to be flat for just one year, probably not two years or three years. It could be beyond that. So you have to long-range forecast, and cap space is what the trade was for Nate Schmidt. That could be applicable for if the Flyers try and make a trade as well. People are going to say, well, you signed Gustafson, and that lessened the value 
of a guy like Shane Goss Bear in a trade. In this situation, you're not going to trade a player like Shane Goss Bear, if that is indeed what were to take place, and get a big return from a hockey standpoint. The return, again, would be cap space. So just wanted to clear that up. Well, here's my conversation with the newest flyer, signed that one-year contract for $3 million with Eric Gustafson. Uh, happy to have join us here on Flyers Daily, the newest Philadelphia flyer, signing a one-year contract. Former fourth-round pick of uh, the Edmonton Oilers back in, what, 2012, Eric? Yeah, something like that, yeah. I'm getting old. <laughs> well, you're hardly old. Uh, but uh, you're gonna be the newest member of the Philadelphia Flyers defenseman, Eric Gustafson. Um, what's it like to get to get the deal done under these very very unique circumstances dealing with a pandemic as well? Yeah, well, I'm very uh, it was it's actually very good. Uh, I mean, I'm very excited to be a part of this uh, great organization and uh, this team too. And uh, I just want to say I'm not the same Eric Gustafson like the old one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was funny. What <laughs> that's funny because you know when it was tweeted out that they signed you, everybody's going, "Wasn't he already here at one point?" <laughs> Uh, but no, you're yeah, exactly. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you you know dealing with this this free agency period, players wait so long to get the free agency, and, and obviously spending was a lot different. And you coupled this free agency with an expansion draft that's on the horizon as well. Why was it a one year deal that made more sense at this time? Is, is part of that because of the expansion and, and protection and everything that's going to come with that? Uh, well, I don't know. I, I think uh, Flyers was the one team that uh was calling me right away when the free agency started and uh they uh they really wanted me uh, uh and uh I've been a fan of uh Flyers for a long time uh it's uh one of the oldest uh, team in the in the NHL so it's uh it's it's very fun to be a part of this organization and uh, they have a great team going on and uh just like to see the forwards uh, and the defensemen, and the, even the goalies and uh, the core is so big and uh, strong. So uh, one year with the Philadelphia was uh, was a great option for me, and uh, I was very very glad that he called me, and, uh, and very glad to be a part of this team. And uh, just like you said, it was a tough, tough, uh, tough. Uh, uh, free agency in this year, but uh, I think uh, when Flyers called, it was uh, I I was very happy for that. Uh, I was, uh, and I'm very glad to sign here. Uh, when you look at it, you, you would know what a really good core looks like. You played with one in Chicago. I mean, they won three cups with that core of Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane, Duncan Keith, Glenn Seabrook, or Brent Seabrook rather, showing my age with the Glenn Seabrook. Uh, but, you know, when you look at – and that's a big NHL city as well, an original six. Uh, is there similarities uh, between the two markets in your view, kind of as a guy who played for the Blackhawks and played against the Flyers? Yeah, it is. Uh, well, it's uh, – just like I said, I've been playing with a, uh, with a really good team in Chicago. Uh, and, and it was very fun and uh, – and, uh, learning experience for me and uh, uh but uh i think uh, the flyers has always been tough tough team to play against uh, uh and uh just look back in the, in the 70s 80s there was the toughest team to play against in the in the league and uh, uh and the flyers have always always been a, been a big uh, big team in the nhl and uh, uh 
like uh, looking at the beautiful city of uh, Philadelphia, it's uh, it's gonna be fun to live there too. Uh, uh, it's not as big as Chicago, but it's uh, they get they have the view and they have the the ocean, uh, the 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 lake going through the the, the downtown. So uh, uh, and even playing for the the Flyers is gonna be fun. Uh, I, uh, I'm very, I'm very happy that I played with uh, Chicago and I learned a lot from that team too. But I'm excited to play for Philly too. You had a lot of success in in 2018-19. I mean, uh, Eric, not a lot of people in 79 games as defensemen score 17 goals, 43 assists, and 60 points. Um, it takes a, a lot of skill to be able to do that. Um, is the opportunity with the Flyers and this system that Elaine Vigneault kind of uh, puts into play? a system where, where you can use those skills that led you to that 60-point season and, and try and recapture one of those? Yeah, that's one uh, one thing that I uh, why I signed here, too. Uh, I think just look at uh, all the skills that this team has uh, from back end to the forwards. Uh, it uh, it's, was a great fit for me, and uh, uh, I think... I can come back for that from that season in uh, 18-19. So, uh, and I think I can do that uh, with this team. And uh, I'm just looking forward to when the season is starting here, uh, uh, and uh, uh, play with uh, uh, the guys that uh, I've been playing against. And it was always tough. I know that too. Like it was always tough to play against the Flyers uh, when we came, when we came in here. Uh, and it was always fun to play here too with uh, the great fans they have, and uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to play uh, in front of them whenever that happens. But uh, it's uh, it's going to be fun to put the jersey on and uh, and uh, and do trying to do come back to that season I had uh, for uh, two years ago. When you look at it, um, boy, it's been a whirlwind for you as well. The world's been a crazy place, obviously. Uh, you get dealt as a deadline deal to Calgary on February 24th. Um, but you're not there very long because the pause happens pretty soon thereafter. Everything gets thrown into a big question mark. And then eventually you make your way to the bubble with the Calgary Flames. What was the playoff experience like for you at, at, at the Western Bubble out in Edmonton uh, with Calgary? Uh, it was fun. Uh, it was uh, just like you said, it was a tough time to come in. Uh, yeah, uh, not, not just uh, – coming into a new team but uh, I think uh, uh, all that was going on in the world and stuff like that uh, and uh, but uh, when the playoffs started uh, in Edmonton there I, I felt confidence I felt I felt good uh, and uh, I think I did a did a good job uh, in the playoff too uh, uh, I had a couple points uh, and uh, it felt good uh, the whole way we played uh, the two rounds and uh, uh, we had a good team too and uh, I was a great uh, great guys in the team too and I had a, had a lot of fun to play with them and uh, but uh, uh, I think uh, I think signing here in Flyers it's uh, uh, can help uh, going a longer way and uh, and uh, the just looking at the team we have, I think we can uh, do a uh, do a great job and then have a fun season here. When did you get that? Were you able to skate during the pause? I know you know Robert Haig. I know you mentioned on your on your conference call that uh, you, you worked out with him and Oscar. Obviously, 
uh, of Swedish descent as well. Uh, and I know you know uh, Hager a little bit. Uh, were you able to skate during the pause, and are you skating now? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, uh, I was uh, skating with uh, my my wife's uh, uh, my wife's uh, friends' uh, kids. Actually, they were uh, <laughs> they they were <laughs> were uh, between from ten to fifteen years old, and uh, uh, it was probably the only ice time I could find. And uh, uh, the was toughest part was they were just practicing uh, twice a week. So, but uh, I've got some time on the ice uh, for sure. But uh, me and Heg uh, got the same trainer back home, so we were training together a, a few times. He's not living in Stockholm right now. He's living an hour, hour and a half away from Stockholm. So I was practicing with him a couple times. But uh, uh, but uh, I was on ice. Uh, couple of times and I uh, when I came back to the to the training camp we had in Calgary it was I felt I felt good uh, and uh, uh, but uh, now it's more easier here uh, I uh, probably uh, on the ice from Monday to Friday every day and uh, uh, work out uh, and so uh, it's, it's not like the same that you guys have uh, in, the, in the states but I uh, know Sweden it's they have everything open. They have the bars open. It's kind of crazy over here, but uh, it's been working. So uh, I, I'm glad for it because all the the rinks are open, and I can I can do my job that I have to that I have, uh, so I can be ready for a camp here. What's it like? You just mentioned camp. We don't know exactly when that is yet. We've heard the date January first floated around as when the league may you know uh, start the next season, whether that's an 82 game schedule or whatever that might be. Uh, whether some buildings, any buildings have fans to start or they get integrated in through the season. We all hope that happens rather quickly and sooner rather than later and safely. Um, What's it like trying to train for a season? You've been in the league a little while now. So as you get older and you become a veteran in this league, um, I always say you don't train harder, you train smarter. (laughs) You kind of learn what your body needs year in and year out. Um, You're training hard, but what's it like training towards a date that you don't quite know yet what that date is? Uh, Yeah, it's it's tough. It it is actually, but right now I'm just actually trying to be on the ice as much as I can and uh, uh, doing some skills on the ice and doing some uh, skating drills and uh, been on the ice with a couple of teams back home here and uh, uh, just trying to get the touch a little bit and uh, but uh, like workout wise I'm trying to just uh, maybe maybe three four times a week and just trying to uh, get the body uh, ready for the season but I'm not trying to train so like I'm like I'm dead uh, after every practicing but uh, uh, just, just like I said it's, it's tough when you don't have a date uh, but uh I think whenever the date is set and you can change your change your workout, you can change whatever you do on the ice to be uh, to be ready for uh, for the camp. And I uh, right now it feels like I'm if this camp is starting in a week, I feel like I'm ready for it. So it's uh, uh, it's it's a tough time, but uh, you get used to it too, and uh, it's the same for everyone. So it's. Uh, 
Great point. Uh, I'm just happy to be uh, be be on the ice uh, as much as I can here. So it's, uh, but same time I'm <laughs> I'm really I'm hoping they set in a date here soon, uh, and uh, uh, so we can start this. Uh, it's uh, I'm looking forward to play again in front of the Flyers fans. Eric, last thing for you, um, you know, b- hockey players, there, there's a bio rhythm to your body. You're used to playing. You know, you starting your season in the fall, all through the winter, ramping toward a playoff run in, in the spring, and you have your summers off. And obviously, that, that's been different this year. And you guys went to camp in Calgary and in July and phase two, and then phase three, and then into phase four at the bubble. And um, is it weird right now not being with an NHL team um, and waiting for camp at this time of year when you're usually beginning this? marathon of a season is is it weird kind of you know you go outside you know you know what the weather's like outside and you're going this should be yeah, hockey yeah. season right now what's like what's going on here you know you know uh, because you're omnipresent but is it weird a little bit that you know you're not starting off a season right now it is it is for yeah. sure uh i'm trying to stay positive as much as i can but it's tough you uh, just like you said it's this time of the year, you usually uh, play in games and uh, be around your teammates and stuff like that. But uh, 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 like I said before, it's it's the same for everyone. So it's uh, it's I think everyone wants to start uh, the new season here soon, and I think uh, the NHL is doing whatever they can to do it safely for us, so we can uh, do a. a a full season or whatever it is, um, uh, without any any one uh, getting uh, hurt or uh, getting this uh, COVID nineteen or tested positive, whatever. And I think it's uh, it's probably uh, probably tough to plan a season uh, right now. But uh, I think uh, I think uh, this time too, it's. Uh, it's been. I got two kids at home, uh, so it's great to, to spending more times with them, uh, and that's the positive I see from it. Uh, you can you can have more times with your family and the family back home here in Sweden too. You you, uh, I probably see my parents uh, uh, more than I have been doing in the last five years. So it's uh, uh, it's so uh, it's a positive you, you can take from this. Uh, this uh, thing we're going through here, so it's. Uh, but I'm uh, at the same time I'm <laughs> really looking forward to the season start to uh, to be back with the uh, in the locker room uh, and, uh, and with a new team here. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because I, I said that to my wife. I said, you know, 10, 15 years from now, when all of our kids are out of the house, we're going to go. Remember during that pandemic when everybody was in the house together for so long, we're going to wish we had that again. And, and you're right. Yeah, it's, exactly. I mean, you're a hockey player. Hockey players want to play hockey. But um, the situation that we're in, and I love that, that you have that awareness of, hey, I'm getting to spend time that I normally wouldn't get to spend with my kids, with my parents, with my wife. That's, that's awesome. And it tells me a lot about you, the person, which means you're a good person. So, uh, Eric, congrats on the contract. Uh, congrats on being uh, the newest member of the Philadelphia Flyers. We can't wait for you to get here into town, get training camp underway. I know fans can't wait to get in that building and cheer for you and the team. So thanks for doing this. Congratulations, and uh, we'll definitely talk again soon. 
Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Derek Gustafson, for joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily. We'll talk to you on Friday's episode. And another signing, Derek Pouliot, who was an eighth overall pick by the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, back in 2012. He'll join us on Friday's episode. Stay tuned. Uh, thanks for listening to Flyers Daily, and we'll talk to you coming up on Friday. <laughs>